David, uh, I'd like to expand uh, the uh, avenues to see I'm out of the box. Uh, I'll give you a little of my background, and we talked about it in the past. Uh, I was recruited from grade 11 to go to MIT in nuclear physics. Uh, I passed and uh, beat a number of people who already had a bachelor's and master's in physics degrees for an aptitude test for a special scholarship in plasma physics. I went into honors biochemistry, did my Ph.D. in marine bacteriology and genetics, and I finished the project at five months at age 21. But I didn't write the thesis because my grandfather wanted me to go and research into diabetes. Now, diabetes is an interesting disease, and so is heart disease. Heart disease is a free radical illness. And uh, in that free radical illness, the primary thing driving the vascular disease is infected biofilm. You've probably heard that before, right? Infected biofilm basically means... The nanobacteria around your teeth actually infect the artery walls, and they create free radicals. And there's a number of different molecules that are particularly bad. First is singlet oxygen, and the first enzyme that you lose in your artery walls is called the isoenzyme uh, superoxidismutase 1. The second one you uh, lose is you lose the ability to prevent the elevations of homocysteine. And homocysteine changes what's called the methylation index of your artery walls. And when you change the methylation index, those methyl those endothelial cells uh, end up becoming damaged, and underneath the cell wall, you have macrophages that get release IL-17, TNF-alpha, etc., IF and gamma, and they actually start to oxidize cholesterol and fatty acids, and they die and become foam cells. And when they become a foam cell, they calcify. So the best test I tell people for heart disease other than a CT scan is a high-speed, eight-second CT scan with a calcium score. And that test is really, really accurate. It only takes eight seconds. Bam, you lay down, by the time your head's into the pillow, you're done. Eight seconds. Right. Okay. And the nice thing about the test, because and, and most people aren't aware of this, including family doctors, a regular EKG will pick up 14% of people who have heart disease. A treadmill test will pick up 57 to 74%. Some heart disease. It doesn't actually pick up all the vessels, because it may pick up. Uh, a Holter monitor for a week will pick up a lot of, uh, of what we call sensitivity, but it doesn't tell you where it is specifically. So you see SDT wave changes in the middle of the night when you're sleeping and stage four sleep. Uh, the high-speed CT scan and the CT scan are the most sensitive. The radio CT scan is probably the best. It's around 93 to 97%. So if you've got microcirculatory problems in your heart, uh, when you're doing a CT scan test, it's going to pick it up. Right. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the treadmill stress test is pretty good, but it's, there's another 10 to 15 to 20% sensitivity with the CT scan. Now, aging is primarily, uh, if you want to call it, free radicals shutting down genes. And I'm preparing a lecture that I'm going to be doing uh, to the Academy. I talked to Dr. Bart Goldman yesterday, who's the founding president of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. They have 28,000 medical doctor members uh, worldwide and 820,000 health professionals, and he just got appointed on Trump's team to advise Dr. Price in the healthcare and preventive medicine. And I put together a PowerPoint based on their work at the Academy of their 10-point plan plus Dr. Cassidy's Senate plan for healthcare, and it involves preventive medicine. Now, I believe that EECP therapy is preventive. It's not just an interventional care. It should be also introduced as a, as a preventive care thing because it's low risk, high, re, high, high return, relatively low cost, and it obviates the needs of extremely extensive drugs. For example, the average person going on a blood thinning drug, say Eliquis, spends, if you don't have insurance, 450 to $500 a month. The average cost of Entresto is 540 months without insurance. If you have insurance, it's about two or 300 a month. Right. So the average American middle-class person can't afford these drugs. Those are the two top drugs given now, say, for heart failure. If you're on an HMD reductase inhibitor, firstly, they're chasing cholesterol. I did the original research with Dr. Moskovitz in 1977, 40 years ago, and I drew hundred, you know, we drew hundreds of uh, Eskimos in Northwest Territory people and what they had on their belt was a seal flipper pouch. Was, uh, uh, basically, they'd choose seal flipper for their gum. They didn't have white man's bread or peas or anything else. And this is at the Vancouver General, which is the second largest hospital complex on the planet. Vancouver General is wow. 17 buildings, 7,000 inpatients. And when I was in internal medicine there, we were on call for half the hospital. So on an average shift, I'd see 240 patients do 45 blood gases, pronounced about 45 people dead. Do 12 sinks, take in Blakemore tubes to stop and do soft gel varices. Soap, uh, and a couple dozen people with, uh, with major lacerations or gunshot wounds and put in about a dozen chest tubes wow. in a 24-hour period. Yeah. And we were on call uh, uh, 36 hours on, 12 off, and in the first and second year of our years we were there, uh, 
the uh, two of the residents quit and two committed suicide out of out of twelve. So we only we were down to uh, eight residents covering the, the whole hospital complex twenty four seven. So I had one stretch where I was on call twenty twenty two days without scheduled sleep. So I remember one day I fell over a, a nursing chair in a nursing station asleep in the middle of the night for an hour or so. When I woke up, I couldn't move my arms <laughs> for an hour. I'm trying to shake them to get to be able to hold a pen because I couldn't write records or <laughs> to hold a pen. And at that time, of course, I was nice and uh, slim and running and so on. Uh, but the stress of, of medicine wears you down. You, when you see somebody that dies, like somebody having a hiccup. And the problem is that you see, I was a scientist and a biochemist before I went into medicine. Most doctors have got very little science or biochemical background, so they they don't have the skill sets, the knowledge, or the the background basic science to be able to understand how this technology can intervene and change things. Right. Which is why I naturally gravitated from ecology because I was one of the founding members almost 50 years ago of Greenpeace out in the oceans before I went into medicine in '73, and uh, in a sense, this is ecology. So if we start from the top, you know, when people start to, for example, lose their hair, it's because their microcirculation in the hair follicles is going, or they're, or they're ending up with male pattern where the male receptors are actually shut in the hair follicle and it's going to zero senescence. When we go to the retina, it's collateral circulation at the fovea in the back of the eye. In a diabetic, the microcirculation in the back of the eye starts to go. So it would be my guess that not only do you have to stop the free radicals, but you've got to pr- protect the microcirculation in the eye, which has the highest rate per gram of oxygen consumption in the body. So when someone's going to start getting into trouble, uh, oftentimes they've had, say, a, a cataract surgery or laser surgery to the back of their eye, and their eye inflammation gets considerably worse, and their microcirculatory problems get worse. So my guess is EECP could even be helpful not just for the brain but also the eye. Uh, we know a lot of people that have got uh, chronic uh, osteomyelitis of the bone. If you actually did a perfusion study, you'll find they get very poor perfusion of their bones, which is why they're, de- they're demineralizing their, their membranous bones. And when the membranous bones demineralize, they don't get, um, you don't see that we call the spicules disappearing in the bone like you do on a metastasis of, a, of, say, a femur or the vertebral bodies. You actually see them getting thinner. They actually get thinner. They don't get less dense. They get thinner, and they actually become like a china cup. Hmm. And as they retract away from the tooth, the sharp A fibers holding the teeth in place actually rupture. So, uh, to me, circulation is king. And, uh, of course, the initial test that he did years ago, 200 years ago, was the capillary blanche test invented by a Swiss doctor. And then, of course, uh, Korotkov, which I think is Yugoslavian. Was he Yugoslavian, I think, is, or, or uh, uh, he was an Eastern European. And he actually developed the Korotkov sound test, which we call blood pressure. Now, unfortunately, people don't realize it's like taking a garden hose and squeezing it to see a change in the sound. It doesn't tell you the precise pressure that's in the vessel all the time. And when you look at someone like an elite athlete, they don't have a diastolic pressure when they're doing an elite sport. Also weightlifters, their, their systolic pressures can go over 300. People don't know that. Uh, and, in fact, if you can't generate high enough pressures, you can't do extreme lifts. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Yeah, you have to do that to get the perfusion. Now, the problem is a lot of it's not just the straight perfusion. The blood vessels are not passive tubes. If you take the cross-sectional area of an artery or a vein or venule and you actually look at the pressure change along that vessel wall, and these are non-Newtonian fluid dynamic equations that I have and I'm going to put in the PowerPoint, what you find is that the actual theoretical blood flow, if you do the equations, is 70 to 80% of the blood flow actually comes from your vessels, not your heart. Your heart just starts the initial shearing force, and that shearing force hits the vessel wall, and there's three things going on. There's the endothelium that responds to it with nitric oxide, there's a mitochondrial layer, which is a muscular layer that's three-quarters of the, of the vessel wall weight actually is mitochondria. And then there's a vasonervorum, the nerve supply on the outside of the vessel. So there's a reflex vasospasm, like I call the snake-eating the mouse effect. So if you could look at a vessel from the side, you'd see this peristaltic wave contracting. And if you look at the pressure differences, the actual blood flow of your vessels is more than three-quarters of your entire circulation away from the heart. Now, I like to ask people, I call this the Harvey question about the heart. How much of the heart actually returns pumps and blood back to the heart? It's zero. There is absolutely no blood pumped to the heart back by itself. The right atrial and right ventricular, right ventricle pumps it out to the lung fields. There's no, the pumping effect back to the right atria is completely from the veins. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 
And by the way, the same thing goes along with the uh, with the uh, lymphatics. It's my guess that EECP therapy would also pump your lymphatics because we don't realize that to a great extent cancer is the stasis of lymphatic fluid around organs that are toxic. And every organ that has cancer, by the way, always grows stealth pathogens. I had background infectious disease and did research also with the FBI and CDC and work in virology and bacteriology. And what I discovered from my many years of research is that all cancers have toxins, but they always have stealth pathogens. So if you actually biopsy a cancer, you can grow weird organisms out of that cancer. Isn't that interesting? interesting? Yeah. And if you talk to the average doctor that does oncology, they don't know this, that cancer grows weird bugs. Nanobacteria, viruses, fungi. And the same thing with dementia. 28% of people in Cornell University published four years ago that have dementia actually grow viruses in their brain tissue when they get dementia. So they may have microvascular circulatory problems and free radical load, but those sick tissues are actually a good rest for the growth of stealth pathogens, like, you know, uh, herpes zoster they had when they were a kid, you know, uh, chickenpox, or some other bug that they had in their body, and it starts to, because your glial cells or immune cells in your brain, if they start to fail, the virus starts to take off again. Interesting. Interesting, eh? Yeah. So circulation is really important there in that, too. So we look at anti-aging, my lecture that I'm putting together for the Academy, and I'm hoping Dr. Bart will get me into the talk in, in uh, Las Vegas, is tied that the, at the end of every chromosome is a thing called a telomere. And the telomere talks to your cell membranes and lets minerals in. Now, it turns out that the mineral uh, content of vessels determines whether genes are switched on and off. And there's a certain degree of what's called gene silencing that occurs in vascular disease. For example... Uh, if you're diabetic, you have six times the chance of vascular disease, heart attack, stroke, etc., and renal failure. And I've been—I went into medicine to discover this, so I was actually with the head of pathology at the University of Calgary, the first in the world after Dr. Kraft at the University of Chicago, to prove the diabetics of high insulin. We did that uh, 36 years ago, 1981, and I got persecuted for. It. In fact, they threatened to pull my license for doing the research. Wow. Yeah, which is typical again. Uh, I've researched in various areas, and I've always been persecuted, even with solid science done with, you know, like the head of pathology. Right. So uh, people need to understand it's the same thing with cardiologists probably that came out 18 or 16 years ago. On ECP, their colleagues were probably pecking them on the head like the chicken yard, I call it, saying, why are you doing that? You know, we got lots of good drugs. Why don't you send them off for surgery? Right? Exactly. And, and of course, so it's an uphill stream, so I'm sure you've got to have a thick skin to do what you do because you're trying to educate people that pretend to know more than you, but they haven't read the literature even. Right. Right? Exactly. So, um, for example, in diabetics, uh, I asked these questions. In fact, I asked my colleague, Dr. Ron Klatz, who's the founder of A4M, I said, um, and, of course, I, I've talked to him enough to know that, he, that 69% of adults in North America are either diabetic or borderline. Okay, that's according to UCLA, just published last fall. Wow. And that's based on uh, blood insulin levels and levels of free radicals and hemoglobin A1C. Now, there's even more that actually have elevated insulin. If you do a thing called a craft test at the Meridian Valley Labs in Seattle, you give them a sugar load and you look at their blood insulin after the sugar load, probably most adults, 90 or 95%, are actually uh, have an abnormal insulin response curve. And by the time you reach 78, 100% of the population are frank diabetics. Now, most people are hyperinsulinemic for decades before, but everybody with hypertension and heart disease has three things. They're all pre-diabetic with elevated insulin. They're all hypothyroid because they're generating reverse thyroid hormones. So the Broder-Barnes theory about hypothermic hypothyroidism, it's called type 2. And every one of them has loss of superoxidismatase. So I discovered the actual cause of heart disease. And it's a loss of the isoenzyme SOD1 and singlet oxygen. And that's what oxidizes cholesterol. In fact, I worked for years with Dr. Phil Broughton at uh, AEL Labs in Los Angeles, and we would measure uh, people's antibodies against a non-normal hydroxy cholesterol and lipid fractions. I worked with a cardiologist from Harvard, and I had a uh, vaso. Uh, I had basically a dual laser viscometer in my office in Denver, so I had cardiologists and hematologists referring me patients as a sub-sub specialist, and it, it does about five to ten thousand data points in five minutes. So it will tell you exactly how thick their blood is. And this is independent of their PTINR and other risk markers like uh, soluble ICAM 1 and 2, uh, uh, factor V Leiden mutation, fiber degradation products, and other markers that they say 
they use. Okay, so I tested all of these. I'm very curious, as you say. Right. So what I discovered was that diabetics, sugar cannot attach to anything unless there's free radicals. And then I asked my colleague, Ron, I said, well, what tissues are, you know, are, are, have a loss of the enzyme, so they get signaled oxygen? It's almost exclusively skeletal muscle. And if you go back teleologically, you find out that the highest percentage of people that had, uh, uh, I call these famine genes, were like the four corner Indians or people from the Middle East, and they all had what we call survivor genes. And the way they work is this. The survivor genes are um, convert your muscles to work on fatty acids instead of sugar, and then they generate single oxygen. The single oxygen bays your artery walls, so you get hydro, what was called single oxygen-induced oxidative stress that later also generates hydroperoxy and nitroperoxy radical, and they're the things that cause vascular disease. It's not cholesterol. Cholesterol does nothing. We measured... Uh, with Dr. Moskovitz in 1977, uh, Vancouver General, we brought them down from the Northwest Territories in Alaska, and we were able to prove that there's no such thing as cholesterol causing any disease. It's cholesterol has to be oxidized to do damage. So if you don't have white man's bread and sugar and all the other things, it does nothing. So once you corrected the release of nitric oxide, and you correct these other things, the main enzyme that's going to protect you is called AMP, AMPK. Have you heard of that one before? Yeah, yeah. AMPK is an enzyme pathway. And uh, we have a triad of it right now, but I'm working also on a new molecule that's from Thailand that we think also is a good AMP, AMPK stimulator. Uh, it's uh, dimethyl resveratrol from Japan we have in our anti-HBAX. It's neutral, a long-acting alpha-lipoic acid. We have the only one in the world that we distribute. And it's Supernox, which is uh, arginine, but it also has actinose from, uh, that actually makes sure you don't draw out nitroperoxy radical, and it stimulates the AMPK. We also have things that only raise your superoxidismutase one level. So not only does your hemoglobin A1C drop, but if you're measuring lipid fractions showing that you're oxidizing cholesterol, like T-bars, oxidized fatty acids, or oxidized cholesterol, they drop to normal. So... The research has shown that if you actually lower the blood sugar of a diabetic, 18%, you get a 23% increased risk of death because you don't lower their blood insulin. Now, their insulin's high because when your free radical level goes up, your body gets um, shuts down the insulin receptors. So a better marker of heart disease is not your hemoglobin A1C. It's whether your blood insulin level normalizes and your free radical levels drop to, to a lower level. You can lower someone's hemoglobin A1C, but if you do that without lowering insulin, you actually increase death. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. And if you raise, lower the blood sugar 43%, if it's real high, let's say 300 to, say, 120, you can increase the rate of death by 43 to 47%. That's published. So lowering blood insulin, blood sugar, without lowering free radicals and lowering the oxidative stress actually increases vascular disease. And the reason is that sugar and cholesterol are the best patch to grab free radicals. So if you take away that patch, you're going to get more burning of the artery walls. Now, how does the ECP therapy come in on this? If you're exercising the vessel wall, you're going to make the vessel wall respond by releasing nitric oxide. And nitric oxide acts as a trap for nitroproxy radical. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. So if you... If you actually look at the vessel wall, so when I give people, I give them S-adenosylmethionine. It lowers homocysteine because that helps with nitric oxide. And we give them nitrates, and I recommend they get the beat VO2 max along with our superoxide, our supernox. And then I tell them, and of course, if I get somebody with heart failure, I say all of them. I said, you need to get EECP therapy. So we give them the contact to get a hold of Visa Medical. There's three things they can do. Number one, they can get a, a clinic like Scripps that can provide it or, or provide the treatment. Number two, they can lease a machine, or they can purchase a machine. If they, if there's a group of them, or if there's a wealthy person that wants to have a machine, they probably don't need to purchase it. They probably can lease it for a period of time or go to a clinic. And because uh, these are expensive machines, and uh, you want to get the latest version, and you want to also have a nurse tech that actually sets it up, right? Correct. So probably, I would say, 95% of the people in the country are going to clinics. Like Scripps, Absolutely. Like Scripps and so on. Yep. Um the treatment is extremely safe. Uh, you literally lay down on the table and have these bladders on your legs in between heartbeats that pumps. Yes, very simple. I, I don't. I, I just medical legally would say 
the chances that anybody has ever had a complication is when they used to have water bladders, they might get wet. <laughs> Beyond that, with air ones, I don't think anybody, because this thing is it's literally fiddle-proof, it will not fire off while the person's having a heart contraction. Yeah, no, that's got a safety belt into it, so the software monitors that. It will not fire off at the wrong time. Right, right. So um, uh, if you want to look at what is aging, aging is 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 improper fractional cloning yourself into a new body. Everybody on every human on earth is is a seven year old. And by the say that I mean that all the tissues in their body except a few strain neurons and microtubules remember the previous clone of themselves is not older than seven. So if you look at different tissues, some of them cycle in four or five days, others take months, but you completely rebuild yourself in every seven years. And you do it in stage four sleep when your stem cells come out and you're in parasympathetic body building, and you have to have the, the building molecules, and at the same time you have to have perfusion. So if you have perfusion of the tissues with oxygen and nutrients, and you're right stage four sleep, and you're in parasympathetic dominance, your body's going to reclone yourself into a new body each night. Interesting. Interesting. Eh? Yeah. So I was talking to one of my colleagues who will probably be in the show on a Wednesday sometime in the next few weeks, Doctor uh, Yerman Winkler, and he's, to be honest with you, my functional medicine doctor here in North County. And I like a colleague because I can't just talk to a regular doctor because obviously I'm not an average doctor, right? Right. You know, I'm like a triple PhD subspecialist. And I've been at this so long and asked so many questions, even if when I deal with a subspecialist in cardiology or some other basic science or cancer treatment, I, I like to boggle them a bit by asking them, I call AXE questions, right? And then I'll refer to specific tests I've either done or certified or know what the labs are or the x-ray facilities and how to do it, for example. So um, I think that one of the most important things for anti-aging is perfusion. So I think this technology should be used for preventive treatments, uh, visual and uh, dementic issues. Osteoporosis, most people don't realize, do you know that if women smoke, their chances of having osteoporotic fracture is 30 to 40% higher? Didn't Because they have mypoperfusion. So every woman who has os bad osteopenia and osteoporosis they should be getting EECP. So if they do a DEXA bone scan, and their L4 vertebrae is bad in both surgical necks to the hip. Usually what the doctor will do is, I'm going to just give you calcium. Right. Now, of course, that shows that they're totally ignorant because bone is, is calcium, magnesium, hydroxyapatite. So we give a thing called bone uh, generator that's actually crystal bone crystals, but you have to have silica boron, manganese, and the bone growth hormones and the fractionation of, of collagen that's going to be rebuilt because 42% of the dry weight of your bone is collagen. But most people don't realize bone is extremely vascular. And if it's hyperperfused, it's going to break. Okay. So everybody that basically, a woman that gets a compression fracture or a fractured hip, they're almost always hyperperfusion, and they're almost always smokers. And they usually have a smaller skeleton, so they don't have the compression force, because your crystals of your bone are piezoelectric. So when you compress them, they actually make an electrical charge, and that electrical charge helps to rebuild the bone itself because it's a chemical and electrophysiological, if you want to call it piezoelectric crystal. So you compress right. it, it generates electricity and the charge across the length of the crystals. Right. So um, you probably haven't heard of them yet. Maybe EC therapy should be used early on for bad people that you know are stage four, if you want to call osteoporosis. It's not just doing that. I usually recommend pulse light therapy, pulse magnetic field, hyperbaric oxygen to improve perfusion of the tissues and the right nutraceuticals. But EECP would be incredibly useful for really bad end-stage disease, because if you have a bad osteoporotic multi-level compression, the neurosurgeons have to blow the vertebrae back up with a, a cement, and then you're usually stuck in a striker bed for months in a nursing unit until they can get you up on your feet and in a walker. Right. It's really, really bad. Yeah. And most of these people, by the way, usually have their clues. In other words, they're not demented. They just have really bad bones. And they don't realize that it's hypoperfusion. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. So they don't realize, you know, Unfortunately, see, medicine is fractionated off. I was a general internist. I worked in the ICU in the intensive care and burn units and had my own private practice, but I realized that you get these subspecialists and they don't look at what they're doing, how it affects other things, like, for example, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, and the narrow ones are, you know, like, uh, like cancer. Most people don't realize that cancer, in a sense, is an infection, and it's also a toxic and a perfusion problem. Every cancerous tissue has three common factors in every infected tissue in the body. They have stealth pathogens, 
they have free radicals and they're acidotic. So if you could put an oxygen electrode like we use in the burn units into a, a cancer tumor, you're going to find they're all acidotic and hypoxic and they have free radicals and they have stealth pathogens growing in them. They're almost like the sewage part of the body, you know. Uh, and the same thing with uh, with people with chronic bronchiectasis or hyperperfuse tissues uh, like your bones. So um, that's another area. So osteoporosis could benefit from ECP therapy too. Interesting. Yeah, I bet the, the research guys back uh, back home haven't thought of that, have they? I've not heard that conversation. Right, right. So I'll bet if they just did a, a test study and they had a split, 12 women, 6 go in the ECP treatment, 6 don't. And they looked at their, and they would do two things, do a DEXA bone scan before and after and measure them. One of the best markers they can measure really early on is to measure a thing called the uh, breakdown products of collagen to hold your bones together, deoxypyridinium and pyridinoline, and it's a urine test done through Genova Labs in Atlanta. And uh, if you measure those, the uh, those molecules will disappear from your blood in three weeks, in urine in three weeks. Wow. Yeah, in three weeks, boom. Now, you have to wait six months for the DEXA scan. It's a pointless to do a DEXA before six months. But if you did it, and you have to make bone that's not only more dense, but it has to be stronger. That's why if you don't have collagen in there, it's not going to make stronger bones, it's just going to be denser bones. So if you take bisphosphonate drugs, which I've said on the air many times with the research on this, in fact, I talked and researched with the drug companies over 40 years ago that were making bisphosphonates and said, don't do this. These drugs are toxic to osteoblasts, which lay down new bone. And if you don't have the collagen first, it's like putting rebar on a bridge. You don't have a strong bridge. Right. Right. Yep. So, um, uh, if you ask the average doctor, uh, you know, and they talk about Harvey 500 years ago discovering the circulatory system, they probably assume that the heart pumps the blood away from the body and then back. But if you ask them how the body, heart pumps it back, does it, like a straw, and suck it back? They'll say, oh, gee, no. Uh, and they'll try to change the subject, right? <laughs> Have you ever had a doctor tell you that the heart pumps the blood back to itself? No. No. Because they won't admit it that they don't know. Right? Right. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the tagline of the show is "I want people to ask," but I spell it this way: A X E, because uh, of my Norwegian, uh, British, Celtic background, uh, Viking background. Uh, better questions. Ask, ask better questions. <laughs> so, um, so what we discovered today is, you're going to do ECP therapy earlier on many different conditions. You need metabolic supports for the ECP to have the best effect on the tissues of the body. You can measure markers to show the ECP is better, including imaging studies like heart perfusion studies to show the new vessels forming, not just in the heart muscle, but the liver, the kidneys, and the brain. And it's my feeling that the ECP would be beneficial for a lot of conditions, even osteoporosis, and even early cancers, because every cancer is hypoperfused. Isn't that interesting? Interesting, yeah. Yeah. So you always have a perfusion in a particular area of the lung tissue or whatever. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our web. Nutramedical's New True Silver is a new angstrom silver wrapped in hydrogen and with a liposomal enzymatic envelope to deliver to target tissues. It will kill all viruses, bacteria, parasites, and pathogens. It goes through the biofilm with an amazing new technology developed by Dr. Bill at Nutramedical.com. You can get this amazing new nutraceutical, which is non-toxic for the eye, respiratory tract, or nose, or skin, at Nutramedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or our order line, 888-212-8871. This new technology releases the silver ion to stimulate not only killing pathogens, but stimulates tissue regeneration and stem cell activation. It is thousands of times stronger than any colloidal or onyx silver uh, complex, and uh, with its enzymatic liposomal envelope, delivers it to the target tissues with very small dosages. Nutramedicals Power C Plus is the greatest important breakthrough in vitamin C technology since Linus Pauling. It is the only neutral pH vitamin C in the world as a calcium, magnesium, potassium, sodium ascorbate salt with bioperin, a black pepper extract, to increase absorption by 40%. When you take Power C+, it helps to alkalinize all the cells of your body instantly, raise the oxygen level and energetic level of cells, 
suppress cancer and inflammation in your body, and help you fight infections. Power C Plus also helps to build up the collagen in your body, hyaluronic acid in your joints, and the glycosaminoglycans in your joints, as well as to improve healing of any tissue in your body. Power C Plus is very unique at NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com where you can order. Or 888-212-8871. That's NutriMedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. NutriMedical's Calm Mind supports a relaxed mood and helps to support your brain neurotransmitter. Helps lower blood pressure. Helps to make you feel calm all day long and helps to make it easier to go to sleep. Calm Mind contains GABA. It also contains suntanin and L-theanin, an amino acid from green tea. And it contains myo-inositol, a special B vitamin. Because it's such high quality, it really it works amazingly for anxiety, panic attack, and for depression. Get Calm Mind at NutriMedical.com, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871. The special studies that have been done on Calm Mind show that it helps to stabilize the neurons in the brain, lower the autonomic nervous system that raises blood pressure, and it helps to support normal calming activity uh, throughout the body. That means you're going to have much higher energy level, much more stable mood, be able to tolerate stress better, and it helps to stabilize blood sugar as well. So order Calm Mind at NutriMedical.com. Uh, mundane levels of intelligence and the regulators is too much. Right. Because obviously I like to think out of the box. Right. So you're, you're busy all day. Calls, I mean, beyond Oh, yeah, yeah, I do all kinds of Calls. Yeah. Lots of calls. And we're back. And uh, so yeah, we're talking with um, with uh, David Narley about Basel Medical. So uh, I hope I opened up your vistas a bit. You've been at this for how many years, David? Uh, I've been with Basel Medical for going on five years now. Now, Basel Medical is a really neat, innovative company. And, uh, the, the, and, and I try to to perceive and pull out uh, not only the wonderful things you guys have done, but also the battles you're, you're fighting, some successfully, some moving, I, I would call a glacial speed. Um, the glacial ones are things like, how early do you intervene in heart disease so that you can actually save someone's life or improve the quality of life so that you're back out physically being active again? Um, it's my theory that they need to start earlier. And I think that some cardiologists, one nice thing is, most insurance carriers, if the cardiologist demands that the therapy start at an earlier stage in their cardiac rating, that they usually get compliance because it's not that expensive a test or treatment, and it's it's a low-risk test, so therefore it's not medically legally dangerous. That's right. true. It's very low risk. Uh, it Unfortunately, it doesn't start earlier based on the guidelines that you mentioned earlier, the regulations. Right. Those are fr- frustrating, and I call glacial guidelines. Yes, ACC, AHA guidelines have has EECP at the end of a course. Uh, yeah, they're trying to rescue people from end-stage disease, and it may add extra months and so on, but there's three things that I think are wrong with that. Number one, it starts too late. Number two, it denies the pathophysiology of what is heart disease. Uh, it's like when I talk to even diabetologists, they'll say, well, we got to get that hemoglobin A1C down. I said, what is hemoglobin A1C? It's where hemoglobin, which is a protein, gets attached by a glycated sugar to it. Now, I said, okay, well, Let's say we get a healthy teenager who's non-diabetic and they sit down and eat a bucket of chocolate bars and their blood sugar takes off, say 300, will they glycate their proteins? And they say, well, I don't know. I said, of course they won't. And they say, well, why is that? I said, it's because there's no free radicals to alter the sugar so it'll attach to their proteins. The same way if you have an Eskimo, that never has drank white man's beer or hard alcohol or white man's bread or Western foods that can create peroxide radicals, etc. There's no way it can attach to the cholesterol or oxidized fatty acids. So without oxidized cholesterol and fatty acids, you have no heart disease. So if you don't look at the lipid fractions, which also will get secondary inflammatory markers like plasminogen activator inhibitor 1, which is a better marker than C-reactive protein, TNF-alpha, IFN, gamma, IL-17, etc., and these are all in the Singulex test that I tell people. They can ask their doctor to do the Singulex test. If they measure these markers, they realize, like, Tegel's right. Sugar doesn't cause diabetes, and cholesterol doesn't cause heart disease. It's the free radicals underlying that cause it. 
from mineral deficiencies, from uh, adaptive stress to the toxic load in, in our dietary environment. So, for example, if you take a person like the Pima Indians, and we, I had a, a, a geneticist who was a nephrologist on about six and a half, seven years ago, and he was from the University of, uh, Washington University in St. Louis. And we were talking about osmolality of the blood of people that were living in extreme environments like the Pima Indians. Now, when a white man came to North America, the most extreme athletes probably in the world were uh, two groups of people. Number one, Syrians, who lived in, and traveled you know, to China twice a year, uh, and uh, the Pima Indians in the Four Corners area. Uh, these Indians could actually outrun a wild fox and eat barrel cactus juice and survive in the desert at 120 degrees and run for 150 miles. Wow. A normal human being now, even an Olympic athlete, couldn't do that. Right. And back then, they were ideal weight, super strong, like stronger than a normal human by, by a fairly large margin, and none of them were diabetic and they had the sight of eagles. Today, in West white man's food, half of them at, by age 40 are, have serious multivessel heart disease, they're all going blind with glaucoma, and they're all in renal failure, half of them. Wow. Right? And they're all overweight. I mean, massively overweight. So what people have to understand is much of what we see as disease is because we don't approach it ecologically. Now, that's why I see ECP there as, as also not only a, an end-stage disease to rescue people that are about to die, but I see it also as a preventive treatment and something you can start earlier. I think it's also something that can improve perfusion. And every disease in the body, every disease, has hypoxia, hyperperfusion, and free radicals, and they all grow stealth pathogens and attract toxins. So if you actually do a needle biopsy, say, of an, an organ that we know is sick, you can actually do the high-pressure chromatography and see the toxic chemicals and radiotoxins accumulating in it. You also can grow stealth pathogens, weird viruses and bugs. Some of them activated from vaccines you had as a kid. Isn't that interesting? interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So people don't know that. They don't say, well, what is a living thing? You know, when someone dies, if they don't get formalin, then I mean, if they do, what happens to those tissues over the next few months in the grave or in the coffin, right? And if you don't get it embalmed, what what happens to that body? How does it decay? It's because all these bugs have been chewing away at you all along, but now they chew away at you faster because you can't fight them. Right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But most people don't realize if you don't embalm somebody, their beard and hair and everything still grows for months after they live, and their fingernails and everything. Right. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah as a, having done a lot of pathology training, too, I realized that a lot of stuff the public doesn't know is it sounds like a B-movie, but it's real. Right. Now, the um, what I like to see is I'd like to see Dr. Bartkett, uh, who's supposedly appointed to Dr. Uh, to, to Dr. Price's team, to bring in preventive health care because... All the healthcare systems on the planet are defective. The socialized ones like Canada, if you get end-stage disease, they just kill you. I, I guarantee you that you probably have colleagues in Canada, and EECP is not the standard of care up there, is it? They have a few systems, but not many. No. They'll have a few. They have University of Toronto, University of British Columbia, Vancouver, Montreal, Montreal Institute, etc. at the major institutes, and they'll have a few almost like a top university guy, and he's got so many machines. And they usually do it for end-stage disease, just like the uh, AEC guidelines, right? The right. American Cardiology Association guidelines, right? Yes. The ACA, right? Yes. And um, I don't know why they uh, don't, you know, do these tests for other earlier stages of the illness, because they should realize, well, what is heart disease? It's vessels that are not pumping, so your heart has to compensate. Right. So when you get hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, and eventually the heart gets big enough, the valves can't oppose, so now you get a basically a dilatory incompetence of the vessel wall of the valves. Now you're really in trouble. Um, uh, you've heard of a disease that's called um, Chagas spirochetosis. No, no. no, Chagas disease is is the infection that's now into into southern Texas and uh, southern United States, brought in on snails and other things, but it's it's here. And in Central and so in Mexico and Central and South America, there's estimated to be 100 million people infected with it. In 20 years, 100 percent of them will go into dilatory cardiomyopathy and death. Over the wow. next 20 years, now there's three things you got to do. You never got to kill off the stealth pathogens, which we have antipathogenics far more powerful than any drug. I had a contract engineer make our 
Tesla activated monoatomic iodine, so I have the only one in the world, and I have a contract NASA engineer make it for me. I designed here a few months ago, after years of research, the most powerful form of silver in the world. It's Angstrom silver wrapped in a liposomal enzymatic envelope, and it'll kill all known pathogens. And it goes through the biofilm like it's not even there. And neither of these can you can develop resistance to. You can't develop drug resistance because it kills all parasites, all viruses, all nanobacteria, and all bacteria, all uh, parasites. And then Allison Med, we bring it in from Germany. We have a source that's 200 milligrams more. The important thing is people don't realize when you get look at someone's heart disease, they all have infected biofilm. In other words, they all have organisms growing in their blood vessel walls, primarily nanobacteria, but they can have other pathogens too growing in their vessel wall. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, 80% of the organisms that enter your body, plus, probably more than that, but we say 80%, comes from your mouth. So if you've got periodontal disease, when I worked in the cardiac units 40 years ago, uh, and uh, less than that when I worked in the ICU 20 years ago at the Suicide Hospital Medical Center, 100% of the people that were in the heart, bio, heart uh, transplant section or a multivessel disease, they all had terrible-looking mouths. They all had periodontal disease. That is really interesting. Yeah, 100%. There's not, not even an exception. So if you, those nanobacteria growing around your uh, sulci of your teeth are the same nanobacteria growing in your artery walls and your left end of your descending coronary artery or circumflex artery or the bifurcation of your internal and external carotid arteries in your head. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Very, very interesting. Now, because I cross all these specialties and I have what I call a, a capacity to kind of do that, I'm a medical legal expert in every specialty. Right. Right. So I get cases now. On average, I have usually two or three cases running at any one time of cases anywhere in North America. And they send me the records. I never have to go to court because I just use this thing called quote marks. And I quote the record, and they always cave. Because you don't have to actually argue with them. You just have to present the facts. And right. The other side just goes, uh-oh, we're done. Right. Now, um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to provide the kind of framework to help your company to not only get the word out to more people, we're going to do a video repeat of the one where you lost your sound last time on introducing ECP, but I also want to introduce it that your company should start looking into more on the preventive medicine side and on other organ systems like we call vascular dementia, osteoporosis, and even cancer prevention. Most people don't realize if you're getting uh, breast tissue that's going to turn into breast cancer, there it's not only measuring cancer cell markers. People don't realize that cancer cell markers are showing your cells stressed. The best simple test for breast, for example, is a digital thermogram. It's not a uh, it's not a mammogram. And if you get a positive breast thermogram, you want to do a, an MRI scan and put a car- carbon marker as a needle biopsy to an pathologist for electron microscopy of the karyotype of the tumor and look for what's called uh, heroptopic DNA outside the nucleus of the cell in the extracellular space. If you see changes on the scanning electron microscopy with a pathologist is turning into cancer. Because cancer is a, st- is a survival cell trying to survive stress. Guess what the major stress is in cancer of the breast? Hypoperfusion. You get microcirculatory hypoperfusion to tissues. So every tissue that gets cancer or gets an infection like chronic lung disease or bronchiectasis or even uh, brain tumors, every single tissue is hyperperfused. Isn't it? Yeah. Which is why, of course, if you do a spec blood flow scan of a diabetic that's going to get dementia, their their blood flow scan looks terrible. You got all kinds of holes like Swiss cheese in their brain. Right. If you look at someone with osteopenia, if you were able to do a, a perfusion scan of their vessels, and you can do a magnetic resonance angiogram, you can actually see that their bones have got terrible perfusion. So it's not surprising their bones are falling apart. Right. Right. So I think ECP therapy should be like a a first-line therapy for prevention because whenever any major disease happens, the first thing that goes is perfusion. Yeah. Interesting. Understood. Hey? Yeah. yeah. Even uh, when someone's losing all their teeth, they think, well, what's going on there? Well, if you do a digital thermogram, you actually can see that there's abnormal thermographic evidence around their mouth. And if you do, um, if you're able to do more advanced imaging studies, you'll say, well, What's going on there? Well, you've got inflammation, you've got free radicals, but you've got hyperperfusion and hypoxia, which is why we also, although I've taken them off for a little while because we're renegotiating our business ranges with them, and you can see my chamber over here to the right, that's a vertical grand dive. Now, they have a vertical grand dive plus that's about another foot taller, and in that you can actually have two people seated 
in chairs inside the chamber. It's 1.3 atmospheres. And I have over in the other, just beyond it, I have an oxygen concentrator and an ozone generator. So ozone is one of the best ways to kill off nanobacteria in the body, whether it's in your vessel walls or other things. And also even if you're fighting cancer. So when I refer people for cancer treatment, one of the things that I th think cancer clinics should have is EECP therapy. Okay. Because they don't perceive the cancer as hyperperfusion disorder, but it is, always. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. And you probably never heard of any of this stuff before, no. right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Which is why I discover stuff that my other colleagues doesn't. Right. And if I listen to all of them, you say, my God, I added magnesium with Dr. Eisenberg in 1977 to the ECLS protocol for heart resuscitation worldwide. And the way I discovered I was working in the Vancouver, at the Calgary General Hospital, and I was getting tired of people that weren't coming back from a cardiac arrest. So I, I'm a bit insomniac, so I was in the middle of the night at the library, and I realized Texas A&M did heart ligation studies where they tie off the arteries to the hearts of dogs at the dog lab at Texas A&M in Austin, Texas. And I thought, oh, and what did they find? They found a magnesium depleted in the heart muscle. So I had the uh, head of pharmacy. I said, well, give me some magnesium. So I, I, they, when my name in the emergency department and the trauma unit was Dr. Wild Bill because I kick aside the senior resident and do all the surgery or whatever. <laughs> so uh, I would have directly into cardiac needles or I'd set a subclavian line to bring it directly in their heart. And I had people come back from torsade de point or cardiac rhythms like hypothermic cardiac arrest where they were actually dead for a half an hour or more. And I get them back by giving them a magnesium directly into the heart. Wow. Right. And people say, that's not possible. And so we got it back to the ACLS protocol in Dr. Eisenberg in Seattle. And it became part of the American College of Surgeons uh, standard protocol to add magnesium for resuscitation. Wow. Which is a major counter-ion to calcium. Now, if you have unopposed calcium, it stimulates calmodulin A and B and causes free radicals. So you got to have a counter-ion. You don't use calcium channel blockers. You use magnesium. In the brain, it's magnesium L3-N8, which is our brain mag. In the body, it's magnesium glycinate malate that works in not only the mitochondria, but throughout the body to counteract calcium, because calcium is a spark. The counter spark is magnesium. It's the off switch. You know, if you don't have the off switch, things are going to have bad things happen. Now, um, so uh, we're going to, I want to pull up the, the PowerPoint here, and I'm not going to go through all the details of it right now, but I want to, Touching some of the things we're going to talk about in our video. Uh, here it is. Ooh, why is it over there? Okay, I might as well just go through it here. When we talk about EECP therapy, it's FDA approved. Uh, it reduces angina pain. And it also increases circulation. It reduces arterial stiffness. So your blood vessels start to have a peristaltic response. Right. It also, uh, a full course is 35 one-hour sessions over seven weeks. Correct. And that's usually uh, pretty well approved if our cardiologist uh, puts in a, in a request, either through Medicare or their insurance. So yes. most insurance will cover it if they put in a request and the cardiologist says, I think this is going to help this patient's condition. And it's not just angina, it's angina, equivalent disorders like congestive heart failure. Uh, congestive heart failure is increasing 400% faster than any other heart disease. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's very So interesting. faster than deep vein thrombosis, uh, acute cardiac arrest, or stroke. It's increasing four times faster in the last two and a half to three years. Okay. That's interesting, eh? Yeah. There's right. something going on now. I don't know if it's something to do with Fukushima or a diet in North America, but something's happening. It could even be stealth pathogens. We found out that Zika virus, the one that came up in South America and recently was modified by the use of the uh, Oxitec uh, 513A gene that changed it, 15 base pairs, that it causes uh, rapid onset of congestive heart failure. So you can be in your 20s or 30s, and if it hits you, you can be in two or three weeks in heart failure. Wow. Amazing. And it doesn't do it in everybody, but it happens. It progresses really rapidly. Right, right. So it hits the endoplasmic reticulum. So when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on this. And if you have heart disease and you want to know more, contact us. We'll give you the contact to know how to get a hold of Vasomedical and get your own EECP therapy to perfuse your bones, your brain, re reverse your heart disease, and reverse your congestive heart failure. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. 
Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. This is Dr. Bill Deagle of the NutriMedical Report, 12 to 3, Monday to Friday. Collins are welcome to the show. Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutriMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at NutriMedical.com. The Nutramedical Report is broadcast on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. At 100% listener-supported radio, please donate and support Revolution Radio at freedom, F-R-E-D-O-M, slips.com. Thank you. And welcome back, and uh, David's here, and of course, if you want to contact David, we have a couple of uh, ways to contact him. We have a link on our website to Vesa Medical. There's also a phone number if you need to contact David. Uh, do you want to give out your email or a phone number, uh, David, so they can contact sure. you? Sure. Uh, my phone number is area code 336-210-2095, and my email is dnearly, that's D-N-I-E-R-L-E, at Medical. V-A-S-O-M-E-D-I-C-A-L dot com. Judy, that's good. You did very well. My wife would be proud of you because you speak slowly enough people can understand you. Conscious <laughs> sales Thumbs effort. up. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's continue. 
So these 35 uh, sessions of an hour right. have a remarkable effect in the last years. I think how many yes. months or years does it say? I think it's two and a half to five years, isn't it, at least? Yeah, it, it, two, to, two, two to five years, typically. Right. Now, if we look at the heart, if you actually look at these circulatory areas, you, you get an infarct. So even post-infarct, these will also improve collateral circulation and reduce the damage size to the amount of akinetic heart muscle. If you do an echocardiogram, the, the heart muscle that's moving the wrong way when there's a systole or contraction improves dramatically. Right. So post-infarct is also a time for ECP therapy as well as prevention as well, right? Yes. So if someone's had a heart attack uh, or if they've had stents in place, these are also very safe. You can have a stent and go do an ECP therapy. That's correct. If you've had a bypass, a two-vessel, and the doctors are watching you closely and your, and your CT scan says, oh, oh, you're cooking out a few more vessels here. We're going to have to do another couple of vessels. A lot of times if you take our nutraceuticals and you do ECP, your collateral circulation, and your echocardiogram shows your heart muscle is getting properly perfused, one of the procedures I refer to up in Denver, there's five centers, it's called the alligator procedure. You might have heard of it where you actually would go in with a catheter, puncture about 400 holes in the heart, and then you get this growth factor, genetic growth factor, and you get hundreds of little microvessels. And the alligators don't have major coronary or minor coronary arteries. They have tiny microvessels. So you can actually turn someone's heart into an alligator heart. Wow, interesting. And, and they, uh, uh, one of the big hospital centers in Denver, I would refer to them all the time when I had people that were, quote, not candidates, where the cardiologist said, hey, you're so unstable, if I put you on the table, you're going to croak. Because as soon as you come off the ECMO machine, your heart muscle is so poor, you're unlikely to be able to sustain cardiac contractility when we pull you off ECMO. Right. Because your cardiac index is so low. Right. Yeah, and that can happen. In other words, you're not a candidate for the surgery. You won't make it after we pull you off the machine. Right. Right? So that's interesting. So if they've had, um, in the past, medication, if they had angioplasty or bypass, they're all candidates. And today, they, they should have it early as preventive. Uh, that's my feeling. And, uh, and of course, you, could, you have the diastolic augmentation as a key. In other words, it's during the time when the heart's not contracting that the bladder's contract. And they're pushing blood back to the heart. So one of the nice pictures we'll show in the PowerPoint in a minute is the collateral development of, of circulation. And even in the dog heart, you can see that the treated heart with the ECP therapy, the collateral circulation of all the vessels is it's like a Christmas tree with all the decorations on it. Right. Incredible. It's, it's incredible. I mean, it's like you're not going to have a heart attack, dog or human, once you've had this treatment, right? Yeah. The collateral circulation is, is magnificent. Let's put it that way. This is a CT scan, it's a stress radionuclide perfusion scan. The, on the left picture here it shows it's blocked, on the right you can see perfusion flow. Yes, absolutely. So if you're not signed up to live stream, sign up right now, you'll get a notice. We're going to be on in about 10 uh, minutes, and we're going to do a live video presentation. It'll be over on live stream, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, uh, Spreaker, Steemit, YouTube, uh, sorry, uh, Google Play, etc. Uh, that video will be up in our archives as well. We had a little sound issues last time with David, but now he's in studio. No sound issues will be present this time. And we're going to repeat this entire PowerPoint here in just a minute. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute with, well, 10 minutes. Sign up on live stream so you get notifications with our presentation on an introduction to EECP therapy, preventive as well as end-stage disease and healing. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. 
Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.